The banks are being stress test. Truly. We're in a situation right now where because of 08, because America always has, because America always has a financial crisis, the banks always have to stress test themselves. Now, remember I told y'all last week, or was it a week before last, I talked to y'all about, remember it was 100,000 FDIC insured and then after 2008, they went to 250,000. So you, and then we talked about that, how they only insure 250,000. And then we talked about what? Different ways that you can set up a council. They can insure more than that, right? Well, now they're trying to increase it to 12,000. I'm, I'm sorry, 500,000. I'm sorry, half a million. Um, but now the results are in. It's actually going to be in tomorrow. So all of the banks are being stress tested. Here's what they're looking for. They're looking for capital planning of the banks. They're looking at how li liquid a bank is. We're talking liquidity. But then they're also looking at how much cash that the banks can return to their shareholders via dividends and buybacks. Because what are the things we know that banks do? When a bank's in trouble, guess what they still going to try to do? Pay them dividends. When a bank in trouble, what they still going to try to do? buybacks. So the stress test also says lending and borrowing, right? How much are you lending? How much are you borrowing? But they also putting them in certain interest rate environments. So every bank has to be stress tested. Now, here's what we got to understand. Here's what we got to understand. As of right now, six banks hold 80% of the deposits in America. Six banks are responsible for 80% of the deposits in America. It's brought to you by Trappers Cucumber Drink. No, this is a uh, celery. That was good. It was good. Six banks are responsible for 80% of all the deposits in America. They're going to be stress tested the most. In time, we're going to see the banks in America cut in half. Because if these banks, once they get stress test, they got to stress test them in certain environments and put them in certain um, certain positions to see the predictability of them failing, crashing. They're going to see how much money they got loaned out um, into growth companies. That was one of the things we see a lot of banks fail because they have a lot of money loaned out to growth companies because they can get higher returns on that, but it's riskier investment. They want to see that. The reason why you probably won't see a J.P. Morgan fail in those type of stress tests because they're going to stick to what it is they do. All right, let's go a little further. I just want to put that out there to y'all. Stress test the banks. Investments. Rogue trading. Here's the way they're going to test them, right? Investments. Uh, rogue trading controlled fail. So what happens when your investments fail? 
um, contraction, uh, credit risk, how much credit they have out, asset buzzers, um, understanding default, overestimating loans, mm. liquidity, exit and market panic. So how much money you have on hand if the market is going to panic and people have what's called bank runs, right? Excuse me. Funding choices and rollover risk. What are banks doing to rollover risk? Right? What are banks doing for funding? I want y'all to understand this game. Right? Environment, market moves and stocks. External factors leading to systematic default and market lockdown. So these, these are four of the biggest quadrants or pillars that they are going to stress test the banks on. So what I'm giving you right now is when, when you start hearing stress text, you're saying, okay, let me see this. What I try to do every week with Trapping Susan's is not only just help you understand great investments, I want to help you understand how the economy is moving and how the economy is working. I want you to understand who's passing the stress test, who's failing the stress test, what's happening with your money in the banks. My goal is to not help us just invest. I want us to understand how America is moving so that we can move. I don't need us always going upstream like salmon. I need us to understand how to maneuver in whatever environment. I need us to understand, yo, this is the best place to put my money. I need us to understand this is where I don't need to put my money. I need us to understand how to play the game the way it's supposed to be played. If we do not understand how to play the game, we will 100% fail every time. What's good, Trappers, man? It's your boy, The Wall Street Trapper. Right now, I want to invite you to an amazing experience full of value. That is my community, Trappers Anonymous. It's 100% the greatest fundamental investing community on the market. Listen, your portfolio should be a masterpiece. And the only way we get you there is if we help you to learn how to invest with confidence. Now, listen, I get it. Like, you don't know a lot about stocks or maybe you've heard people say how much money they lost in stocks, but I can guarantee you, one, because they weren't in the community, and two, they lack the information. Our goal in Travels Anonymous is to help you, really to hold your hand on a journey to becoming a confident investor, learning how to navigate through the different events that the stock market goes through to take you from panic to encouragement. There's no better time than now. This is an opportunity only for those who are willing to be on the journey. So listen, man, click the link below. Come join me in Travis Anonymous, man. I will see you in one of our many classes, whether it's Moat Monday, whether it's the two-hour class we do on Sunday, or whether it's just a book club. Everything is geared toward making you a better investor so you can triple your network and turn your last name to an asset. It's your boy, Wall Street Traveler. See you in a trap. I don't know about y'all, but I'm not too good at passing tests I ain't studied for. I always had to cheat a little. But in order to build wealth, you got a paper you can cheat on. It's called America. You can cheat on America's paper. How do America build wealth? They print money when they're in trouble. How do you build wealth? You try to go work hard on a job. That ain't working. That ain't how you build wealth in America. The way to build wealth in America is learn how to print some money. To learn the way to build wealth in America. Once you learn how to print some money, have a portion of your money that's liquid and soft assets, not hard assets. 
The way to build wealth in America. Know what environment is good for lending. Know what environment is good for investing in real estate. Know what environment is good for being trucking. Know what environment is great for stocks. Know where the bull market is at. Know where the bear market is at. Understand the economics around you. Once you understand the economic environment, you can build wealth with ease. Don't be reluctant. Don't have my happenstance. Don't be the person waiting for somebody pass in your family. It's the only way you could get some money. Don't be the person where when somebody needs something, all you can say is, I'm going to pray for you. Don't get me wrong. I'm a praying man. But sometimes we just need a little cash. Once you learn how to play the game, yo, it truly alters how you look at living in America. The magnitude of learning how to invest is game changing. It's catastrophic. And we're in a place where we have this unique opportunity to advance and we keep worrying about acting bad. We keep worrying about What's trending? Building wealth been trending in America for generations, but for some reason, we wasn't on a trend. For some reason. For some reason, that's the trend we keep overlooking. And then we get comfortable with being where we at. We get comfortable. We think it's okay to be living check to check because everybody around us is living check to check. Who who amongst us is going to be the disruptor? Who amongst us going to tell our counterparts? Who amongst us going to tell our peers? Who amongst us going to tell our comrades? Bro, sis, I'm not buying that crap. I'm about to put my money in the market. Because you, I'm the last one to get it out the mud. Because everybody after me and everybody around me going to get it out the market. Who amongst us have the unmitigated gall to live on that type of Stance. Who, who amongst us? Who? I do. I do. Because I told you, you like being luxury rich, but you asset poor. I will wear this Wall Street travel stuff every day, all day. Because not only do I got my own IP on, but I also asset rich. My network is climbing. I'm in that mode where I can do 15, 20% on my buying holes. So we're going to keep on moving the network up. And then I can go do these leap options and keep on printing money. And then we're going to buy some more farmland. And that's going to increase in value. And then I'm going to go get with Terica so I can buy some real estate. So that's going to increase in value. And then I'm getting good at the speaking. So now I'm motivational speaking. I'm teaching. And so now we're getting another contract to come do that. That's intellectual property. We talked about just keep growing. Then we're going to shoot movies and the Wall Street looks like us. Now our network becomes a big old, big old asset that produces IP. I'm saying who amongst you is willing to challenge the norm? Who amongst you is willing to challenge the norm? When nobody don't want to challenge the norm, everybody thinking it's cool to be this way. Everybody talking about they got drip, but they broke. You just spent the last 30,000 on the diamonds. 
You done got the lump sum of money. You done bought the dream car. Now it's a nightmare for you financially because the maintenance going to bust your head. But when somebody tell you to invest your money, you saying that's too risky because you didn't realize how easy it was to blow a million dollars. You didn't realize how easy it was to blow a hundred thousand dollars. You didn't realize how easy it was to blow two hundred. You didn't realize how easy it was till it was gone. Warren Buffett said a fat pocket is a great investor's worst nightmare. Why? Because you start thinking the money can compensate for doing the homework and the research. So now you're throwing money everywhere. I'm going to ask you, who amongst you is willing to take the challenge? Who amongst you is willing to make every market a bull market? Who amongst you is willing to turn your last name to an asset? Who amongst you is ready to create the freedom that you so desire? Who amongst you is ready to be to be available for the opportunities and the possibilities that present itself? Who amongst you? Who amongst you? Because ordinary education, orthodox education gets you ordinary results. And if you look at it, everybody around you got the orthodox education and everybody around you is between ten dollars and $15,000 in the same tax bracket. Everybody. Everybody looking for a, 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 a dependent for taxes. The, 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 the kid's father and the kid's mother debating who going to carry the kids this year. Everybody trying to find a dependent. I'm going to give you 99. I'm going to give you 1,000 to carry the kids. I'm going to give you 1,500 to carry the kids. Because everybody got orthodox education. Everybody trying to learn how to beat the system instead of playing the same game that the system playing. It's designed for you to win. But you got orthodox education. So you'll get ordinary results. You can't do nothing different than what you know. And every time we keep talking to you about expanding, you keep saying you're doing too much. I ain't trying to do all that. Investing is hard. I just don't understand. Well, maybe if you read the book, maybe you took the course as much as you on TikTok, as much as you on Instagram and everybody else's business, as long as you're in a comment talking reckless to people, as long as you're in a comment saying, oh, I would have did this. You're in a comment saying, if that was me, if you get off Instagram and get some education, you wouldn't have the same results that everybody around you have. You wouldn't stop letting other people's dreams be your dream and you'll go create your own reality. But you got... Orthodox education so you get average results. We talking about bank stress testing as you financially stress tested. What happens if we financially stress test you? What happens if we financially stress test you? What happens if you couldn't live in the facade? What happened if we had to stress test your bank account, your credit cards, your loans, your liquidity, your house? What happened if we stress test you? Would you be able to live the life that everybody think you live in? If you financially stress test me, we good. I don't do nothing. Watch the stock market all day. Take care of my family. I use my credit cards only because they're giving me a bunch of points. I, only time I use the debit card is when I go to the, uh, the farmer's market. And that's because that's all they take. They don't take credit card. I wish I could use Amex over there. But if we financially stress test you, where would you be? If you couldn't front, if you couldn't act like you had. I know, I know everybody in the comment, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Amy, 
But when you turn the app off, when you close the phone, you're like, damn, Trout was talking to me because we all been there. I had to get some unorthodox education. I had to go outside of the stuff they were teaching me. I had to go get with some people who was getting some money. I had to go get with some people who was thinking the way different. I had to get with some people who was thinking outside the box so my outside the box thinking didn't scare them. You scared to think outside the box because the people around you in the box and all y'all done boxed yourself in financially. You live in check to check, but you cool. I'm about to go to the fight, but you live in check to check. You got $10,000 in a savings account. You can have that same $10,000. You've had that same $5,000 for the last few years. Only time you get to put some more money in is when your income tax comes. Other than that, you ain't doing nothing with the money. You keep spending the money, I got to save the money. You keep spending the money, I got to save the money. I got to go work another job. You ain't tired of working two jobs. You ain't tired of working three jobs. You ain't whoa out. You ain't tired of not spending time with your kids. You ain't tired of getting off the job to go try to go to football practice, but you whoa out. You going to sleep in the stands. You ain't tired of that. You ain't tired of needing to borrow a little money. You ain't tired of that. You ain't tired of that. You ain't pissed off at that. You gotta be pissed off at some point. You can't keep saying this just the way it is. You can't keep voting America. You can't keep voting the government. You can't keep voting the president because every president done did what every other president done did. Every mayor done did what every other mayor done did. Every governor done did what every other governor done did. The Fed keep doing what the Fed gonna do. Ain't none of them people never changed us in the hood. Ain't none of them people never changed the lower class, the middle class, the working class, the poverty class. Ain't none of them never changed none of that. So that means you gotta change. Your mind Mama been struggling, your grandma been struggling, you been struggling, your kids see struggle, your grandkids see struggle, everybody see struggle, don't nobody see prosperity. When you gonna change, fam? When you gonna change? I was tired. I was tired. I walked off the job. I'm tired. I ain't doing this no more. When I was in the streets, I got tired. As I told you, what name me no more. I'm tired, man. I ain't doing this no more, man. I'm good, son. Tired of getting shot at. I'm tired of looking over my shoulder. Started thinking the female who I'm rocking with gonna set me up. I'm tired, bro. All of that come. I'ma bow gracefully, bro. I'ma bow gracefully. I got tired of the peer pressure. I'm good, bro. And when I worked the when I switched over and started working a job, I did that. I said, man, I'm tired. People are like trap. When you know you're gonna quit your job, I just got tired one day. I got tired. They said, we need you to cut your beard. I said, man, it wasn't even out the beard. I was just tired. Man, I'm tired of getting up for y'all. I'm tired of making y'all rich. How much you pay for this stadium? Two billion dollars? Two, whatever that was? You pay me $30 an hour? Man, I'm tired. How much we pay for this goddamn plant we building? I'm working 12 hours a day, seven days a week for you? You pay me $3,000? Man, I'm tired. I ain't cutting my beard for y'all. I'm tired. Because I ain't going to be in my daughter's life. I'm giving y'all my whole goddamn life. And I'm bucking the system when I tell the system, I ain't asking you when I got to take off. I take off when I want to take off. I felt kind of free. I had to trick myself to thinking, them people don't tell me what to do. I do what I want to do. But here's my mindset about that. I can just go get another job instead of saying I can go make other investments that could change my life. Man, I'm tired. I ain't going. I ain't showing up. I went in my trunk, packed my stuff. I went to my homie. You can have all them goddamn tools. Six thousand hours worth of tools. You can have it, bro. I ain't never coming back. I ain't never coming back. I'm going to figure it out. 
because I believed in the stock market. I believed in my skill. I went through the ups and downs. I put this tattoo on my neck because I said, one day I woke up and I doubted myself. I said, man, I'm about to go back to the job. And my homie Go said, bro, you're not coming back to no job. You walked off. Bro, I said, all right, I got you. I went got the tattoo on my neck, the, the symbol. And I went got Wall Street travel around my throat. And I told myself, every day that I get up, I'm going to look myself in the mirror. And the day that I get up and I ain't doing this is the day I know I let my damn self down. And I ain't had nobody else to blame but me. And from that day on, I've never, ever, ever doubted doing nothing other than dominating the goddamn market. Me being able to teach people was a plus. So I ask you, aren't you tired? And I know everybody ain't got the story. Everybody ain't got that story. Don't you want to retire when you want to retire? If you put yourself in a situation financially, yep, you love your career, but guess what? You can love your freedom more. You go to the career where you won't go. How many of y'all cut your vacation short because you got to go to work the next day? This is the vacation you love. You love it. You, you done finally went to Turks and Caicos. You done finally went to Bora Bora. You done finally went to Fiji. You done finally got on a yacht. And you like, damn, this is the life I want. Man, I got to cut my vacation short because I got to go to work tomorrow. But you want to stay three more days. But you know one thing. You ain't got enough money saved. And you got to go get that check because the bills going to keep coming. But now when you go home, you don't want to look at the credit card because you don't want to look at the money you're spending. You and your husband, you and your old man, y'all don't even talk about finances. Come on, you ain't tired? I love to talk about money. I love to talk about money. If I go talking to a female, I want to talk to her about some money. What's your money look like, love? What's your credit score like, love? You investing? What's the last book you read? When did that time you talked about, you last time you read about some money? And if she can't talk about that, we don't got nothing to talk about. If you sending me stuff on Instagram, we don't got nothing to talk about. You ain't talking about Wealth, if you ain't talking about, I'm just keeping it real. My conversation is different. When the last book you read, can I see some books off Amazon? And can we talk about it? I'm just, that's my, that's my life. I'm about advancement. Orthodox education give you average results. <laughs>